Forgiveness requires both action and decision, and it's something that can be really transformative. In my experience, I've learned and become more self-aware through wrestling with forgiveness, and ultimately it's led to a greater amount of peace within me, both my heart and my mind. Um, I'd say that my first experience with forgiveness starts as a child fighting with my brother. And we were kind of forced to apologize and make up and he would say sorry. And I'd always have this like stuck feeling in my heart and I didn't want to let it go. And I wanted to hold it against him. And he was someone who would just like, I'd watch him let it go and he would embrace me and give me a hug and a kiss. Uh, and just looked like he looked so free from it. You know, we just had this fight and here I was holding on to something um, and he was just okay, uh, I guess, like not holding it against me anymore. Anyway, and then we'd move on and we'd keep playing. For me growing up, um, I was beaten a lot and there were, you know, many times when I felt like I'd been wronged but I was told that I deserved it. I was told that it was because I was loved. It was an act of love and that I didn't have a right to cry or be upset. And I would get into trouble even more if I did cry. And I was angry. I remember feeling all of this anger, but I wasn't sure who to direct it at. So I would swallow it down. And what it did was it would just build upon itself over time. And that built up all the way into adulthood. And so you skip forward and through my late teens and early 20s, I was going to church. And something that was preached to me in church is about God's forgiveness, his forgiveness of sins, and that we should also forgive others. And so I could grasp this as an intellectual understanding. I felt it within me to some degree as well, but there was also something that just didn't reconcile with me. And so this really kickstarted a deeply personal and complex process and journey into understanding forgiveness. What I've learned is perhaps to understand forgiveness, I started to think about what the opposite of forgiveness is, which is resentment. And so forgiveness is the conscious decision to release resentment, release anger, perhaps even the right um, to seek some kind of vengeance towards someone who has wronged us or we we feel has wronged us. Last week, I spoke to my therapist about this idea again. I shared with her that I was still harboring resentment, something I'd recognized within myself, um, against someone who had mistreated me. And I was facing the same struggle that I'd faced in the past with my dad. So there were two things that I was wrestling with. Firstly, how do I forgive someone who at the time fully knew that they were hurting me but still chose to? And secondly, how do I forgive myself for allowing myself to be treated in that way? So for the first question, I 
was reminded of the importance of reframing forgiveness and separating forgiveness of an individual versus their actions. So you can forgive an individual, but you don't have to accept or condone their actions. Those two things are separate. Forgiveness doesn't mean that we're denying the hurt caused or inflicted upon us, nor is it about denying our own emotions. We're not betraying ourselves when we forgive others. And I think that's an important thing to remember um, because often that feeling of forgiving another person means I'm letting myself down and so I don't want to forgive them. I want to hold on to my right to be angry. I want to hold on to the resentment that I'm feeling. What forgiveness can be instead, though, is an act of reclaiming power and finding inner peace. Um, And that can really help to shift our mindset. Forgiveness also doesn't mean that we have to continue having a relationship or contact with a person. Something I realized in talking with my therapist is that I've been raised to believe that family's family no matter what, and you must have honor towards your parents. So the idea of like cutting your parents off is completely disrespectful. It's not okay. It's a poor reflection of the child for doing that. Like you don't have a right to in my culture that I grew up in to do that. And so over the years and in my journey um, of exploring the idea of forgiveness towards my dad, what I needed was space. And so I took this space. And that I don't think is something common in Vietnamese cultures. You are typically expected to continue to respect, love, honor, obey your parents, regardless, regardless of whether you agree with their opinions, regardless of how old you are, regardless of what stage you are in life. So I took the space that I needed and I set firm boundaries. And what that did was it gave me the time that I needed to process and work through my emotions. I needed to work through a lot of the trauma and ultimately hold space for understanding, for compassion and empathy towards my dad. Um, What it allowed me to do was to see beyond my own pain and understand his perspectives, understand his trauma, his experiences as a child, um, as an immigrant, a refugee, growing up in Australia and his experience of the world. Humans are incredibly complex creatures and we all have our own turbulence and our own stuff going on. Um, And this isn't to justify any kind of wrongdoing or to accept actions that we don't find acceptable. You know, that doesn't mean that we have to accept actions of those who have crossed our boundaries or who have abused us or hurt us. What I'm saying here is to just understand. For me on this journey, I, at that point, 
decided that I didn't want to be, nor was I going to be the person to punish my dad. And in this case, he is someone who I choose to have a relationship with. And I've had some people reach out, you know, from listening on this podcast to ask about that um, and ask about how or why I still have a relationship with him or what what that's like. Um, And it hasn't always been easy. Um, Again, I think this is probably... Maybe this is actually me procrastinating a little bit, but I want to have a more fuller, fuller, fleshed out episode on my relationship with my dad and how I have found some healing there. Um, But I don't think that this is a space for it either. But what I can say is that in this journey of me exploring the idea of forgiveness over this period of time took a few years. Um, And it didn't mean that I had cut him off completely. It was just a lot of space that I created um, and I would see him, you know, when I wanted to, I'd reach out when I wanted to, but it wasn't ever out of an obligation or a duty of being a good daughter. It was genuinely because I wanted to. Um, And that during that journey, I was able to explore so much within myself without having the pressure of all these duties and having to, there was no no need I suppose like yeah no inherent need for me to forgive it was just me going let's see where we go as I work through a lot of my stuff and through the development of more compassion within me both towards myself and to others I think I was then able to let go of a lot of this anger that I'd held on to for my entire life. Like coming to realize at 26 years old that I've spent most of probably almost all of my life feeling a full duality of like love and hate towards my dad of like so much joy, but also so much anger, so much resentment, so much blame for a lot of hurt, both inflicted upon me and just as a byproduct of a lot of stuff that happened within our family. So yeah, through, through, you know, the course of a few years, as I was exploring this, um, that was an, it was a very active decision to let go of that and to choose forgive, to forgive him. And then also on top of that, to then choose to continue having a relationship with him. And that's not the case for like other people in my life though. And forgiveness doesn't have to mean reconciliation or reestablishing a relationship or a particular dynamic. I think what's important is to set clear boundaries for you. It's important to reflect on what it is that you need and to respect yourself and to honor that. So for me, that's, that's a decision that, Hey, when it comes to my dad, that I want to, I want to have a relationship. And that's something that I am willing to establish and find reconciliation. But yeah, that's certainly not the case with other people. You know, I think there are other people who I'm pretty much like pretty happy to 
not see you or speak to you. Um, and there's no ill will there. It's just genuinely like I have limited time and space and energy and that's not something that I have a desire to explore. Um, so that's, I suppose, a bit of a summary on how it is that we can possibly, you know, answering that first question of like how can I forgive someone who knew that they were hurting me and like still chose to do it, you know. I, a lot there is is that often I think in kind of revisiting that idea of compassion is people's wounds come into play so much of the time and when you think about you know how reactive we can sometimes be it's not coming from a place of malice a lot of the time you know I think it's just that people don't know any other way to be and even if they can recognize that what they're doing is hurting someone that it can be really hard to change that it can be really hard to change a habit or a pattern of behavior that they're so accustomed to you know I look at the way that I was raised and I look at actions that I disagree with um, and a lot of punishments that I disagree with and I can also see past that 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 was so much noise going on downstairs sorry I don't know if you can hear any of that um I look past that and see that my dad was treated the exact same way and that's all he knew so he took what was given to him and inflicted the same thing upon his children without much thought as to the true ramifications and that's something that I've decided ends with me um but that's only because I've been able to work through a lot of my own stuff. And I guess not everyone gets to go on that journey to figure stuff out for themselves, to work through a lot of their own wounds and stuff. And so they act out of that place. Um, but yeah, I can forgive an individual without having to forgive their actions, without having to excuse or accept their actions. It doesn't mean that what they did is okay, but I can release that resentment and choose to, to step into the power that I have to release that in order to have inner peace within myself. And then that leads to the next question I had for myself, which is how do I forgive myself? And certain, certain circumstances have brought up this question. <laughs> and for me, that's certainly not the case when I was a child. Like I didn't, couldn't do anything about it. Um, but as an adult or saying, you know, some past romantic relationships, for sure, that's when I'm like, oh, how, how do I forgive myself? Because I in so many moments knew that I deserved to be treated better and yet I, I allowed myself to stay in certain situations. And so my process through this has been in understanding myself a lot better. 
and being really honest with why I allowed myself to be treated a certain way. And this has allowed me to practice a lot of self-compassion. And through this, I've been able to step outside of myself and see me a lot more wholly as an individual, wholly with a W, like as a whole, (laughs) not wholly like the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, so seeing myself more wholly together with the child that's inside me um, who just desired to be loved. And rather than being able to give that to myself fully, I was accepting it in any form. And in fact, I would sometimes accept it in a form that was so familiar to my childhood. Like it, it makes sense when you kind of spell it out like that, right? The same child that was beaten and told that it was an act of love is a part of me. So subconsciously, another person mistreating me, another person triggering that feeling of like, hey, this doesn't feel right, but this is also coming from a person who tells me they love me. It makes sense that 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 logic still applies because it did when I was a child. If my parent who is supposed to love me and protect me could inflict what I saw was harm onto me, but tell me that it was an act of love and that I deserved it and that I didn't have a right to get upset. If those same things are mirrored later in adulthood, it makes complete sense as to why an individual would accept it. And I could see that I could have the compassion for other people in abusive relationships and and see that and recognize that for them and have a lot of compassion towards them. But I guess I didn't really see that for myself, um, for sure, not while I was in it. And so coming out of relationships, I'd be really hard on myself and be angry at myself for putting up with that. But of course I did because I didn't know any other way. And it was just coming back and feeding back into that familiarity from childhood. And it wasn't until I realized I had the power to remove myself from relationships that I was able to actually do that, to take that step and leave. And when I look back retrospectively that way, there's so much more compassion and I don't have to be angry with myself for not leaving sooner. I... In, in fact, I can actually look back and see how much courage that must have taken for me to really walk away. You know, what I said just a little bit earlier about this idea of relationships just stay, right? This idea in the way that I've been raised is like family is family. I wasn't taught to set boundaries. I wasn't taught to wisely choose the people who I surround myself with and to reflect on those relationships and that it's okay to let go of relationships that, you know, don't serve you, that don't serve them. I watched and witnessed my mum suffer through 
an abusive relationship for 20 years before she walked away. And so I guess even then there's another subconscious layer of staying through things, just sticking, sticking it out and waiting for things to get better. And it's crazy how I think we can all like look outwardly at another relationship or at people and go, I can't believe they didn't leave. I can't, you know, a lot of um, criticism and judgment. And yet I understand what it's like being in something where someone is hurting you and just hoping for it to change and waiting for it to get better. And so how I can view myself is through a lens of compassion and understanding like I would for another person. How I forgive myself is being able to see and understand that this wasn't always a conscious, It's it wasn't in fact a conscious and active decision. A lot of it was formed because of my subconscious. It was formed from familiarity and in fact that I've been able to leave and walk away um, is so courageous and I'm really proud of myself for doing that and I'm grateful that I am not someone who has stayed and chosen to stick it out any longer. The last thing I've learned, um, not the, I mean, it's probably not going to be the last, but the final thing I'd like to share about what I've learned is that forgiveness is an ongoing process. And I'm not sure that it's something that you can just decide once and it's done. Uh, resentment and anger, in my experience, can sometimes lay very dormant beneath some complicated layers and these get stirred up from time to time. You know, I think as we work through a lot of our stuff, as we work through on this journey through life, we become more aware of ourselves, we become more understanding of how our experiences have shaped us, these layers start to be uncovered and then we see what's beneath them. We see what's mixed up and stirred there. What's important for me when these feelings arise again towards a person is coming back to the fundamental principle that forgiveness is an active decision that I choose to engage with. It's a choice. It's an active choice. And, and it's a practice, I would say. Um, you know, the person in my life who I have felt the need, the opportunity perhaps is a better word, to forgive ongoingly is my dad. And through the last 10 years of a lot of counseling, a lot of work, a lot of healing and moving through life, um, I have faced so many different moments where I've had to confront and revisit this idea of forgiveness and revisit my forgiveness towards him and chosen to then, as these layers have arisen, to let go. And, you know, I mean, that's one person. 
you know, who has, for me, wronged me to some, you know, certain larger degree. And then there are other people. Um, And something that I choose to do is to forgive and to let go of things as much as I can. Really, like, I choose to forgive everyone who I feel has wronged me. And it's not because that makes me feel like noble or that I'm any better. It's genuinely because I know that doing that is something that ultimately serves me. It's something that allows me to experience a lot of peace. Um, I think it's important though in wrapping up this episode is to say that I do believe ultimately it's each individual's decision whether or not to forgive someone. It is completely up to you. You know, if this episode is bringing up some people to mind for you, this is not me telling you that you have to forgive this person or forgive people. I remember in church that it was constantly preached to me that everyone deserves forgiveness. And whether that's true or not, I don't think really matters. Even if it's true, I don't think anyone is necessarily entitled to your forgiveness. But if holding on to unforgiveness is a further burden for you to carry, if it feels heavy, then perhaps putting down, putting that down might just lighten up the load for you, maybe just a little. And people don't have to know whether or not you've forgiven them because in the end, truly forgiveness is about you and it's about your journey. It is ultimately about you experiencing a greater and deeper level of peace within you. That's been my experience and I would encourage you to explore the idea more to think about times when you have forgiven easily or perhaps when you've chosen not to. Like I said, I'm not here to tell you that you ought to forgive people or not. I'm just here to share a bit about my experience and how positive it's been in my life in being able to do that. And I would say that by not hanging on to the resentment that I might be entitled to hold on to. It does feel a lot lighter. And my heart and mind feel a lot more at peace. And I think that's pretty valuable and pretty worth it. So that wraps up today's episode on forgiveness. I am always interested to hear what you guys think. So please send me messages. Um, You can leave some comments on YouTube if that's where you're watching or yeah, send me a message, comment on Instagram or wherever else. Um, if you would like to support this podcast, which I would really appreciate, please leave a review and you can follow along on whatever medium you listen to this podcast on. You can also subscribe to me on YouTube and share 
this podcast with your loved ones or anyone who you think might benefit from listening. Um, I really appreciate your support. I appreciate the kind words that you guys send in. So thank you for that. Um, If you would like to support me further and you have the financial ability to, then I've also got a Patreon account. Uh, You can follow the podcast on Instagram as well at self double underscore podcast. You can follow me at Amanda Latran. That's Amanda L-E-T-R-A-N. I release episodes every Thursday and I will see you next week. Bye.